0: I, no, I just I'm gotta not, grab my phone. <laughs> I didn't no notes. know what to cut, and this is the beginning of our podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what was wrong. I wasn't going to start
1: the podcast without knowing what's wrong, which is kind of, in a way, a good uh, intro for this Hello, movie. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we need to keep yeah, this as an intro now, because hello, everybody. This is another episode of the podcast, uh, Gateways to Cinema. The spinoff of the podcast reboot already underway. Um, I once again forgot to look up a spinoff because it's been too long since we got. Into we can the think of one. Uh, would Solar Opposites kind of count as a spinoff of? Uh... I mean, essentially, it's we'll kinda... count that. We'll count that. <laughs> the Solar Opposites to the to the main podcast, Rick and Morty. Uh, this is uh, the show where I'm your host. Aaron
0: Hahn. <laughs> I don't remember how this intro goes. This is gonna be the problem with us <laughs> rotating every week. Is yeah, that it, it, it throws me off <laughs> It even gives us more. a week to completely
1: forget how to do it. And that's all it takes. This is this is quarantine time. A week is uh, yeah. <laughs> much more uh, feels much longer than it is. Uh, but I am your host, Aaron Hahn, Joined us always by Jacob Lacey. Hello.
0: <laughs> I usually say Crimson Tide. Not the Hunt for Red October, which I think I mentioned last week that I Maybe. always I don't, get them mixed up. I don't. Know I think their posters the are now, super their similar.
1: Posters are very similar. Okay. Yeah, they both have the same like red uh, with, with like the, the black uh, highlights and the submarine and yeah. all that. So yeah, I definitely understand the confusion. Uh, so you kind of introduced our movie already, uh, but we we're talking about uh, another <laughs> film from the list of 100 movies I made for Jacob to watch. Uh, films that are interesting introductions to a larger world of cinema. That's me. Uh, and as Jacob mentioned, uh, this week we're coming at you uh, with the submarine um,
0: thriller uh, Crimson Tide. Yes. A movie I knew literally nothing about. We were talking about it earlier. Yeah. And I was like, alright, I know nothing about this. And I, I was like, I don't even know how old this movie is. And Aaron's about to tell me the year. I'm like, no, no, no. I'll I'll figure it out. Yeah, so... I mean, in a way, that's kind of...
1: This might be one of the, uh... No, there's definitely been some movies we've had no preconceived notions of before, like some of the more obscure uh, indie stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's still... As I mentioned last week, this is a film I haven't seen in, like, years. Like, I've not seen this film since I made the list. And it's definitely one of the films where I look back on the list now, and I'm like, why did I put it on there? Mm -hmm. Um... Because it's not one that would immediately jump to my mind of top one hundred movies I would recommend to
0: someone after rewatching it, do you feel justified in putting it on the list? <laughs> I stand by the idea that I would pick other movies
1: over this to recommend I think there's movies you would like more than this that I mm-hmm. could recommend to you, but I think this is a very good movie. I think this is a solid movie, and it's not like i'm I'm ashamed to have this on the list no I think this is I think this is like the 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 uh, platonic ideal of a like a four star movie you know mm-hmm. like if I were to like think of what a four star movie would be not a
0: five star movie but a four star not gonna movie. lie before we started this I was like I'm sitting at a four <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting at a four on this one so so uh, maybe there's yeah. movies I
1: would have like a four and a half star or five star I would say this is a better movie uh, to recommend to you
0: mm-hmm. but like this is a good movie. My yes, opinion I agree. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was sitting lower to start. I think it really does take a moment, and uh, we'll get into it in spoilers. But there are moments that I'm I wasn't a huge fan of. or I thought weren't done super well, or maybe like that type of tension just doesn't really work in a movie like this. So we'll talk about that in spoilers. But mm-hmm. mostly just the action scenes outside of the submarine. Where you got your hunt? They're in a, you know, a, a fight. I suppose. Yeah. I don't know what you call it. It was a submarine fight, I guess. <laughs> they're not dog fighting because that's in the air. So they're, they're, they're seal they're... fighting, and uh... <laughs> I don't think you could say that. It puts you on a watch list. <laughs> Seals, the dogs of the sea, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and now and, we're definitely on a watch and list. And dogs. The Dogs of the Air, apparently. I don't know why they call it that. (laughs) Well,
1: Snoopy. Snoopy. uh, Snoopy coined
0: the term. He coined the term. It was definitely not influenced by it. He
1: definitely originated it. Certainly not. It was a weird kind of time loop situation that Charles Schultz
0: was stuck in. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) Those are the moments that I, I felt just didn't were kind of dragged the movie down a little bit, We're a little sure. bit slower, and maybe weren't as exciting as they thought they were when they were shooting them. I'm like, okay. Well, but I mean, then... to be fair, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but submarines are slow. Yeah. Well, no, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I just think that this movie it's hard to talk about without spoilers but I think we could have gotten where we were going without that scene in there and I think it would have been a better movie without it because it's just kind of boring <laughs> like the the moments where this movie really shined were the moments between Denzel Washington and Gene Hackman because yeah. oh my god every time I'm always like Denzel Washington good actor but then yeah. when I watch him in something I'm like oh my god this guy's insane <laughs> like he's so good Yeah. And he is so good in this. Gene Hackman's pretty good. I mean, he's Gene Hackman. He he is Gene Hackman. (laughs) (laughs) He's pretty good. He, yeah. Yeah, Um. I mean, that's
1: one of the major appeals of the movie is, uh, I mean, that's why they have, like, you know, equal billing, like, right out front. They're like, hey, Mm -hmm. you're coming to see this movie to, uh, see these two.
0: Um, so yeah, but yeah, they pull it off. They really do. Um... I don't, know. I don't know what else to say without digging into spoilers, but I would just say, really enjoyed it. Like you said, four-star movie all the way. I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, if you have uh, not seen this film, this is a this is a four-star recommendation from both <laughs> of us. <laughs> Watch it with your dads. They'll love it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you have seen this movie or uh, just don't care, we're going to talk about now a little uh, in-depth with spoilers. So is there a place you wanted to start with the uh, with the spoilers? Uh,
0: I guess we'll start with with the only part I didn't really like. We'll just start that. We'll get it out of the way, and then we'll talk about what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That scene where the other (laughs) submarine is like, well, you got to talk about why you. Well, we kind of already talked about why you put it on the list. I guess you don't know why you did. (laughs) In a sense, yeah. I mean,
1: this was a film I actually first discovered this film through its score. That is, okay. I used to listen to a lot of like Hans Zimmer uh, and various mm-hmm. other soundtrack artists um, on just like you know like like Pandora on Spotify and stuff so it just like come up with come a radio through. yeah so this was a, something I would just listened to the score and I was like that's that's really good I like that music and then I didn't see the film until after that um, so I just kind of like I probably watched it on cable one day because this is very much a cable movie as well Uh But yeah, I think it was one of those films where I was like, I was always hoping it would live up to that score because I think it's a really epic score. Mm -hmm. Um, And I still, I I would definitely revisit the score more often than I would revisit the movie. But it lived up to that. And then I I think I had the same response when I saw it for the first time. I was like, this is a very solid movie. And therefore, when I'm making this list, I'm going to put it on this list for Jacob because I think. Most people who would watch this movie
0: would agree that it's just, like, it's a solid film. Yeah, it's, uh, and talking more about the score, um, you're right, it is really good. The, the victory scenes, I don't even know what you <laughs> the triumphant scenes yeah. has a piece that's, like, so close to the Pirates of the Caribbean theme <laughs> that it's like, dude, which I guess... Kind Hans Zimmer sense. has he done did, that he did, a couple times. He, did, yeah. he, doesn't, he didn't do the first movie, right?
1: He had like one of his like apprentices like do okay. it. Like he was, I think they like replaced the score at, like the last minute, okay. and they wanted Hans Zimmer, but he was busy, so he's like he all, uh, he, he'll he'll compose like some of the general themes,
0: but this guy will actually uh, okay. do the full score. Gotcha. Um, that makes sense then, because yeah, it's it, there's a lot that is. Especially there, that piece in particular is like so Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: There's one other, I'm trying to think of what it is, there's one other score he did that's like almost exactly Pirates of the Caribbean as well, and it bugs me every time I
0: listen to it. I think it's a, I think it's a song from Gladiator. Okay. Which, gotcha. yeah. Well, Gladiator was first, well, no. Crimson Tide was first. Gladiator was 2000, right? Yeah. So that parts of the Caribbean oh, okay. was two thousand three. Yeah, I thought you meant before I thought you meant Gladiator. Okay. Gladiator or gotcha. Pirates of the
1: Caribbean was before Gladiator. But no, you're right. Yeah, this would have been the first one of all those. Right. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, it's Hans Zimmer, man. He's, <laughs> He's doing so many scores. He's still great. Um, <laughs> he knows what he likes.
0: Is uh, the simplest way to put it, yeah. I guess. And hey, it works. It absolutely works for the movies that he he puts it in. So um. Yeah, the only times I, I wasn't a fan of the score in this one is, and it's a very '90s thing. I, I don't even know what you, I don't even know what the instruments called, but there's just <laughs> this like very uh, like percussive type of uh, backing to a lot of the more like swelling pieces mm-hmm. that felt like super out of place. But it is just a '90s thing. Like I don't, you can't really do much about it. That was the <laughs> '90s, so I, yeah. I, I can't hold it against. Against him at all for that. This is
1: definitely a very interesting movie in that it's so '90s, mm-hmm. but in many ways so '80s because it's yes. just it's a Cold War movie again. Yes, but it's like you know, they're like we missed the boat on '95. Like, did you mean to make this movie like <laughs> ten years ago? What's going on?
0: Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I, just a, a very. I don't know a, a very not cl- cl- not classic so much, but just a very often told story of, of like you got the commander who's he's, he's set in his ways. Right. Then you got the guy who comes in and he's like, "Hey, maybe that's not cool," you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to describe. It.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I couldn't I couldn't think of a better way to uh, phrase that than yeah <laughs> yeah. But you know absolutely. what I'm talking. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, they're very yeah they're archetypes, but um. Yeah, I mean it, it it works for the purposes of uh of the movie. Yeah, absolutely. And like we mentioned, the actors do a good job in the the roles mm-hmm. and that's uh
0: Yeah, the really the, what elevates Any scene between them is just so good and especially once we're at the point where the the scene where uh Hunter Denzel Washington uh takes the the uh the reins of the ship, essentially. And he's like, We're locking you in your room. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> and, like, that's from that moment on. Other than that, like, scene outside where they fight, other than that, yeah. this movie is like tension, ra- like, <laughs> ratcheted up the yeah. entire time. It's it's such a roller coaster a movie, like, minute <laughs> to minute. It's, it really is. Um,. Like, I don't think this movie's as good as this movie I'm about to say it's close to, but I do think it had that same level of tension where it was like Mission Impossible Fallout. Mm-hmm. There's more tension Mission Impossible Fallout, believe it or not. But in that <laughs> final scene of Fallout, that final like action sequence between all of the different uh, moving pieces. Yeah. And then this where it's like just like that. This has to go right. This has to go right. Like, okay, we got to get and this to do this. Both and then... with the looming thread of nuclear yes. holocaust. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> so I thought that was like super well done. Um, and it was tense. I'm like, there's no way they're gonna do this. But also at the same time, I'm like, don't do that. Don't don't watch those missiles. Dude. <laughs>
1: um, hey, did you just think about not launching yeah. those
0: missiles? Yeah, Viggo, Viggo Mortensen. Viggo Mortensen is in this. He's. Uh, he's <laughs> is he just playing his uh, Green Book character? Question.
1: Maybe. Yeah. He doesn't have a pizza to fold in half. So, no. Uh, does he do that? In Green Book? Do you not remember that we Dude, were? We I were literally so... just talking
0: about this scene from Green Book where he folds the pizza in half. We had to watch. I don't Green remember Book the context but... for a podcast for David's school, and oh my god, that movie's so bad. <laughs> Guys, it's so bad. <laughs> don't watch Green Book. <laughs> um, I mean. Sp- <laughs>
1: Go, continue, I was just saying, like going kind of off the green book train, there is like that there's that racial element to their dynamic that's like very like subtly played mm-hmm. until like the very end where they're like getting as close to making it yeah. explicit as possible., w- yeah. and it it's very much one of those situations where you're like, we knew he was a racist <laughs> all along. <laughs> and then they're just like, yeah, he was. They're just like, Throwing that out there to be like, there's certain moments at the end where they're definitely like, "Hey, mm-hmm. we gotta make the, a, one of these the bad
0: guy, more or less." Mm-hmm. And I, I that's the thing. I, I, if they wouldn't have done that, you can absolutely see Hackman's point of view on this. Yeah. And it's a, it's partially like he has already lost so much; he doesn't want to lose what. Possibility of a life he could have when he gets off and it's like that's sad but also you see Denzel Washington being like hey but if we do this then we actively have destroyed the world <laughs> which is like a very interesting dynamic between the two and I think that makes it super interesting and yeah when they do go off and they're just like and he's a racist you're like oh jeez I Sorry. think I think there's like two key
1: moments where you kind of, where it kind of like tips the balance back to completely Denzel's side. And I think Mm -hmm. one of them is like the fact, like the fact that he's a racist, it's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, we, we kind of knew that all along and we see how that kind of influences it. Um, but I think the uh, the more uh, the stronger uh, point against his favor. not that I'm like trying to like downplay racism, but I no. mean like in the specific context, uh, the point where he like pulls the gun and points it against uh, yeah, the officers. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, no, nope, can't where, do that. Yeah, Viggo Morrison is like, <laughs> you see what you're doing right now, right? <laughs> like that's the moment where I think I think they do a really good job of like um, you know. They're going back and forth between, you know, both of these men. They both have a reason for doing what they want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, They're both trying to get men who are following them for similar reasons and all that. And I think that's the point where it definitely tips back to Denzel. Because they are, you see... um, Like, you see, they have that scene set up right before that,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: uh, where Denzel is speaking to the communications officer, and he's giving them this whole motivational speech. He's like, it's like Star Trek, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of showing how Denzel's leadership style, how he would motivate an officer to do something when the officer uh, doesn't really want to be doing it. Yeah. And then they immediately follow it up with, you know, mm-hmm. he's holding Gene Hackman's holding a gun to an yes. officer's head. And I think that's very much the, like, climax of this debate mm-hmm. where uh, we see uh, one of them <coughs> go over the edge and the other one stay calm
0: and actually, you know, and I'm not, resolve I'm the situation not, how it needs to yeah. be done. I'm not saying, like, the movie needs to, like, give even play to both schools of thought, because I do think it's good that this movie does have a viewpoint that's like, hey, we need to be sure about this type of thing. Like, it's very much like, uh... Doctor Strange love, but not a comedy. <laughs> Except for when they do that weird shot of the dog after they they like don't launch the missiles and the dog barks. I'm like, oh my god, what? <laughs> I
1: think it's I was this satire
0: the whole time. <laughs> I think you need like those little
1: tension breakers though, in a movie like this intense. You know, it's just a quick little bit of just levity
0: because so much of this is so heavy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I I do like that it does. It it straight out says Denzel was right. And, and I that scene where they do have the hearing, I guess, is what that's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, and you were both right and you were both wrong. And then just that feeling of just injustice. And like, you know he was right. The movie knows Denzel was right to do that. But then the guy's like, this is gonna this- Plagues our, our, uh, our military, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, but ho oh, what can we do about it? It's just, it's that final note of just frustration that I think it just ends the movie, like, really well. I did like yeah. how this movie ended uh, yeah. quite a bit. And then there's that
1: final title card that turns it into a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it sure did. Where they're like, the the, the power uh, to launch nuclear weapons no longer uh, resides with uh, the nuclear submarine uh, captains. It resides with the president. And you're like, oh, that's not a reassurance. <laughs> that's uh, not what I wanted <laughs> to hear.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Now, I will say, while they, they do their best not to paint Gene Hackman as a truly evil man, that one guy who goes to visit him in the cabin is like the most evil bastard in the entire world. His his face when he's got the gun, he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna shoot him.
1: They always they always need one of those like henchmen characters they, in any uh, kind of any dude, kind of film like this. Like there's always the one. This dude's insane. That's like in it for the absolute wrong reasons. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway. I don't even know who that was. I, they, I'm i looking at this cast, I'm like, I know these people. Yeah. I don't know who they were in this movie, though. This,
1: this is definitely one of those types of movies where I can't remember anyone's name. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we got Dunzo, we got Gene, mm-hmm. we got Vigo. I don't know anyone else in this movie. There's, like, Glasses guy. Yeah. I know that guy's role on the ship.
0: Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, you know what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Just a good movie, all, all around. I'm like, it, you're right. It is very much a four, like a solid four movie. Where I'm not like, yeah, this this could have been better. Or this could have been better. The only other thing is, I'm like, and maybe it's just the confines of a movie like this. But just the way it's shot is kind of static and boring a lot of the time, like they try to mix it up with like the tilt like the tilt shots and the canting the camera and stuff, yeah, and it's like, yeah, that kind of helps, but I don't know it's there's just not much room to really work with I mean, which yeah, makes it more difficult we're we're pretty much captive on the submarine the whole
1: time, so it's a <laughs> lot of like familiar environments and very tight environments that all look uh, kind of similar,
0: so I can see where you're getting from, yeah uh, with that, but uh. And that actually... That makes me wonder if it would almost be better for those that, that torpedo scene if we didn't see outside. If we just got the radar view of it. Because those are the moments that kind of took me out of it. Where you're like, okay... This this just... It was just mm-hmm. off. There was something off about it. Whereas the whole climax of this movie is you are in this submarine. You don't see outside of it. You just... You right. see... The, like, the ticker that's telling you how deep you are, you see the radar, you see the the launch codes, and that's all you need to know what's going on outside anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I think that could have probably I, yeah, I think you're, been cleaned up a little bit. I, th- I think you're right.
1: I think there's very much kind of this element of we need an explosion in here to kind mm-hmm. of, like, boost box office uh, sales. We need to sell it more as, like, an action movie than just this, uh, you know, kind of almost, like, just two man play kind of thing, where it's right. just these these two main actors in a very uh, closed off environment. Uh, so, yeah, I think the I think the um, the submarine battle scenes. I, th- I think you're onto something. I think you could have cut them out entirely and have the movie work fine as is, and mm-hmm. even keep the tension just fine. Because I do think those are kind of Goofier moments in odd uh, film that's otherwise like always keeping you on the edge of your seat.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Um, just uh, again, it's just it's good. Um, I, I did like there was a, a couple moments with I don't even know. God, I wish I knew the characters' names in these movies. Um, Which guy? The uh, the radar guy, who's kind of he's like, hey, I I told him that. Silver Surfer, Kirby Silver Surfer is better. That guy <laughs> yeah. was—he had some really funny moments. I like when he's like, "Why?" It was actually like a really well-written moment where it's like, "We got to tell the audience why they're getting a thousand feet away." Yeah, and so this guy's gonna ask, "Why are we moving so far away?" But instead of just like answering, he just absolutely craps all over him. <laughs> he's like, "How do you even get on this ship if you don't even know?" <laughs> It's, I never thought of it
1: from the perspective of that exposition for the benefit of the audience. Yeah, but everyone on the submarine should know yeah. that information. <laughs> that makes that even funnier. Now I'm glad you pointed that out. It's so good. That this scene is so funny. I wish that character had a bigger role in this movie. Now, when yeah. just walking around the submarine <laughs> the entire time, be like, what does this do? What is this?
0: Seriously, who let you on here? <laughs> <laughs> Nepotism in the military, apparently. Remember the we uh, the
1: the John Mulaney uh, like, iced tea on uh, Law and Order? <laughs> 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 I was like, yeah, iced tea, that's your job. <laughs> you need to get used to
0: that. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: That is, that is another great uh,
0: attention-breaker, too, yeah. though. Yeah. Um, man. Yeah. Uh, again, there's not... It's one of those movies that, like, there's not much to say because what it does, it does so solidly mm-hmm. that, like, I don't know, like, I, there's not too much to complain about, but also not too much to be like, wow. Whew best movie ever, yeah. you know? Um, a four-star movie. Yeah. So that's why, yeah. But again, yeah, I just want to point out again, Denzel Washington, so good in this movie. He's, uh, yeah, he's pretty great. Like, gosh, that dude's so good. I, again, I hate that every time I'm like, I would, every time, like, after I haven't seen a uh, Denzel movie in a while, sure, I'm just like, yeah, he's alright. Yeah. But then whenever I see him in something, he just has, he has it. He's I've, got the star factor. Have you hey. seen Roman J Israel Esquire? But <laughs> all right. But like I'm even just at his <laughs> even bad movies that he's in, yeah. he makes so much better. Magnificent 7 remake? Sure. Yep. Not that good of a movie, yep. but he's so good in it. Mm-hmm. And he just has that magnetism that like I don't know what it is. It's it's the confidence, I guess, that really I he for- brings to all of his roles that's so good. I forgot he was in uh, Much Ado About Nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, oh, yeah, he was, he was good in that one. Yeah. yeah he's... Verona, a
1: great director. Oh,
0: <laughs> we watched Artemis Fowl, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's truly one of the worst films I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just makes me angry. <laughs> Uh, but no, what I was saying earlier that I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." I was looking at Tony Scott as a director. I'm like, I don't know if I've seen anything else of his, but Top Gun is yeah. his most notable. Right. Um, I like this better than Top Gun. Not a huge Top Gun fan to begin with. That's but. that's fair. Top Gun's a little, definitely much sillier. It is, yeah.
1: It's trying to do like similar things where it's like you know like the infighting in a in a military uh, kind of mm-hmm. movie, but like it's definitely goofier overall.
0: Also, he loves working with Denzel Washington. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some other ones on here that I know I've seen, but like I couldn't tell you anything about. I've seen Deja Vu. That's one that I'm pretty I sure I've don't seen. Don't remember but a single thing about it, really. Yeah. Which is like
1: almost ironic, but not really. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like halfway to yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I've seen Beverly Hills Cop 2, which is not as good as the first one, mm-hmm. but it's like it's like it's like a fine. It's like it's like it's like a solid 3-star movie. You know, we're we're giving stars the thing. That'd be a, that'd be a 3-star movie where you're like it's a, it's a solid film, it's a fine film. Oh, he, he was Ridley Scott's
0: back. younger brother? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. I didn't realize you knew like nothing about Tony no, Scott. Didn't know anything about him. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um well, yeah.
1: all right then. Yeah, no, no. Uh, we don't need to talk long about Crimson Tide if you don't have a lot of. Uh, well, I, is there anything you I mean, want to talk about? I, I mean, we pretty much covered again. My, my biggest uh, the the thing I love most about this uh, film is the score, mm-hmm. and then it's yeah the actors, and uh, I do think it does a really solid job of like uh, we we talked about everything like the uh, the debate between. Uh, which is the right move in that situation. Even though I'm the kind of guy that's on Denzel's side the entire time, even yeah. when you hear all the arguments uh, for Gene Hackman's uh,
0: point of view. That's just because we're libs, you know? They gotta, they gotta own the libs, and they gotta launch those missiles. <laughs> Starting a nuclear holocaust to own the libs. <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah, I can't think of a more succinct summary of uh,
0: Crimson Tide's uh,
1: <laughs> conflict than that. I, uh, I think that's a fine note to go
0: out on. Uh. Yeah, I don't know, I guess. Um, so yeah, Crimson Tide. Do we want to throw it in our rankings and see where it lands? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can talk about stars, but I think we're already settled We, we definitely at, <laughs> talked a lot about stars four, already. So. I mean,
1: it's, again, it's like, it's it's exactly a four star movie. Yeah. which means I would probably put this Let me see. I think I'm going to put this uh 50. Okay. Um behind Saw and ahead of the Rocky Horror Picture Show.
0: Okay. Once uh, gosh, one second. I'm, I think
1: I think that's kind of the point in the go. films we've covered so far where you get up towards like the um The top 30 are, like, favorites of all time, and then, like, you know, 30 to, you know, 50 are kind of, like, the, uh, these are really good movies, but Mm -hmm. not necessarily, uh, not necessarily the ones that I'll revisit as often or, like, mean as much personally to me or influenced me as much, but, like, they would definitely be ones where I'd, like,
0: wholeheartedly recommend them to people. Right. So, I'm going to guess you had this in your list before we started talking, or no? What do you ranked? mean? Ranked? Like, you already had it, like, ranked before we started the podcast? No. Oh, gosh, I'm so slow. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I wish you had just said yes.
1: <laughs> no, I um, just looked at my list, and I, I, for the reasons I laid out, where I'm like, I can see kind of where the things are breaking down in the list, mm-hmm. I think 50 is a good spot for it.
0: I gotta shake up this list. Still. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, the ranking doesn't mean a whole lot. <laughs> no, um, don't. Because I think Evil Dead should have two. Should absolutely sink lower. I, I yeah. the longer I sit on Evil Dead two, I'm like, it's just, I could just watch one and three and be okay. You know, you don't really need. I saw. Two.
1: I'm not sure where it was, but I saw some other people defending it the other day. As like being like, "This is so, superior to the first one in every way." I just, and I can't just I'm agree. constant reminders that it's such an unpopular opinion that it's really the worst of the trilogy. It's yeah.
0: It's just I don't know. I, I think going from one being this serious but still campy horror film. Yeah. Two, three being all out camp is a much better jump than two trying to like bridge that gap a little bit. I I don't know. I I think it's better to go between one and three, but two's fine. It's not a bad movie. Anyway, I put Crimson Tide (laughs) thirty nine behind Fright Night and ahead of Stranger Than Fiction. Sure. So uh, I could definitely see that moving down, but as of right now, I'm, I'm I liked it, so I'm gonna put it a little bit higher. Yeah, and uh, really that's all I uh, all I needed out of
1: uh, these uh list recommendations. As long as you uh at least like it, uh, I feel uh well, feel good. Let's
0: not get too confident.
1: I've been like a couple of these. I'm
0: not saying you've liked every single one,
1: I'm saying that's what I'm after. I just mm. need a, I just need a better uh hit than miss ratio, you know.
0: Gotcha. Hit so. or miss. I guess they never miss. <laughs> I don't know your you It's a TikTok meme. I don't know TikTok <laughs> no, memes. No, it was all over Twitter, too. It's... I don't... I don't know Twitter It's an e-girl problems. meme, Aaron,
1: Why do you think that's the one I'm most likely to know? <laughs> because now I'm
0: embarrassed that I referenced <laughs> it on the podcast.
1: If you're embarrassed, don't bring up that it's an e-girl meme. <laughs> like, you should just stay silent after uh, Twitter.
0: And, it's uh, not, like, it's... It would have been embarrassing, but less. <laughs> People listening who know the meme will know. I don't like the meme. The meme. The the meme is that the meme is bad. I think that's most memes. That's fair. That's <laughs> absolutely fair. Anyway, I've yeah. just talked myself into a hole that I'm never crawling out of. Um. And yeah. And we had a movie set for next week. Um. And I have forgotten what it was. So oh. I do remember. I remember. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah,
1: next week we're going to be bouncing back to uh, Jacob's List, Mm -hmm. Uh, one of the films he uh, recommends to me. Um, And we, since we tried to tie tie these into upcoming movies of the week, but with everything going on, there's not really a release next week. So, uh, Jacob picked one out of his list,
0: and I don't know what it is yet, and uh, we're going to find out right now. I'm trying to have mercy on you, Aaron. (laughs) Because after last week watching Grown Ups, yeah, one of the worst films on the list—not the worst—I I don't think personally. <laughs> um, I, I decided to pick one of the best on the list, or at least what I think is one of the best on the okay, list. Sure. So we've got two days, one night. Okay. The Marion Cotillard, however you pronounce her last name, film. Uh, you better find out before next week. I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> dude. I'm gonna be studying the. You know, Let's see what they say. (laughs) Right now? Yeah, why not? Yeah, so this is a film... This is a uh, short podcast. This is a film... (laughs) How short is it? It's like 30 minutes. Oh, that's fine. That's (laughs) what we
1: used to do before we
0: kind of (laughs) just... Well, this is God our, like, this is our um, only
1: podcast. That's, now. I think that's it. why it kind of expanded, because we used to do it after the main podcast, mm-hmm. by which time we were so tired and all that, we were just like, wrap it up, go to bed, or go to bed in this case, meaning log onto the internet to watch, watch memes, memes yeah. uh, but now that it's our only one, we got to get out all those other creative juices. Uh.
0: Ew. <laughs> all right, let's see. Calm. Marion Cotillard. Should I say it like that on the podcast? I
1: think you just need to save that audio clip on your... Uh, <laughs> and then just don't mix it up with the other audio clips that are...
0: <laughs> <laughs> save it as a little widget a,
1: on my computer. It's going to be can... an awkward dub. Is this a subtitled movie? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so we'll, we'll just awkwardly dub the entire yeah. movie.
0: <laughs> I'll see this again. Marion Cotillard. Cotillard. I'll say it like that. And please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we get like a more American pronunciation. Marion Cotillard. In original French, Marion Cotillard. I don't want to say it like that. Sorry. Sure. Marion Cotillard. Marion Cotillard. 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 Yeah. Cotillard. Yeah. We got it. We'll, we'll
1: we'll have it for you next week. Uh, but anyway, what were you saying? <laughs> I was just saying this is a film that I don't really know, like, anything about. Okay. Um, I believe it's in the Criterion uh,
0: collection. Yeah. Because I encountered it when browsing the Barnes & Noble sale, so. Every time there's a Barnes & Noble Criterion sale, I always buy one I know nothing about. Yeah. And this was one that I just bought. So, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember you recommending this uh, when you first watched it, and then because you were making lists anyway, I just haven't, I I never watched it, because you were, you pretty quickly transitioned
0: to, uh, I'm going to make this list, it's going to go on there. Yes. So, uh, this is, I didn't want to go with what my favorite on the list is yet, because I think I need to save that for the week after the worst movie on the list. You know, I think I need to cleanse that palette. But this is like one of the best yeah. for one of the worst. You know? I'm assuming the best is inside Lewin Davis. That's that's my favorite at least. That's well that's what I mean. <laughs> um yeah, so next week, yeah. we're gonna be talking two days, one night. Yeah. I recommend you all watch it, but we'll talk more about it next week. Yeah, we will. Um, but yeah. for now, uh, if you want to find us around
1: the web, you can find Jacob at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. You can find him at Jake Lace on Letterboxd. Um, if you want to find me around the web, you can find me at Honest Opinion on Twitter. You can go to myhonestopinion.com or Honest Opinion on Letterboxd. We figured that works, right? Yes. We figured that out? Yes, okay. it does. It does work. And if you want to find the podcast around the web, you can find it on Facebook uh, and Twitter. Uh, you can leave us a good review uh, if you like what we say. Um, yeah, that's not how I typically end this, so I didn't have a transition. But uh, Crimson Tide, four star movie. Yeah. Watch it on cable with your dads. And, yeah. Uh, but, but, like,
0: don't watch it on cable. Come well, on.
1: Well, no, but it's just, it's a very much a cable movie. Could
0: you imagine, like, in the really tense scenes of this movie, all of a sudden it just cuts out and then it's like McDonald's? We know we know these times are tough for everyone, so we're offering a free mix shake to everyone, and it's like okay, whatever. And the next one, it's like, hey, Home Depot. Times are rough. It's like we know, we know times are rough. You don't need to tell us. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> that would just that a- we ruin the movie. <laughs> I think i
1: just flip off the channel and never come I mean, back. Yeah, you, you were ready to flip the channel on the uh, submarine battles, so yeah. I think McDonald's <laughs> commercial go. ranks a little below that, <laughs> um, in terms of relevancy and tension, uh, sustainers. Um, yeah. So yeah. Until next time. Don't think it. Don't say Do it. Do people
0: even understand this reference <laughs> at
1: this they, point? They better. <laughs> And the, we don't want them to understand the reference, okay. because you're we're, supposed we're, to not
0: think it. I was just, you're supposed to not say it. I, I don't want to get a cease and desist from the bye-bye man, but I was just saying I we should do. make it our I own. I would <laughs> frame that, and that would be
1: my most prized possession in all of the world. That's my goal now. I hope you realize <laughs> oh, that. No. Next week on the podcast, I'm just reciting the bye-bye script word for word.
0: You can do that. The guy read Spider-Man...
1: Do we need to hold off on ending the podcast to explain that? Or uh, are, are we good with them uh, not knowing what we mean by that?
0: I don't know. I, yeah.
1: There's a guy on this ghost uh, show that we love watching, Paranormal Call yeah, Camera. It's the greatest guys, show on it's TV. It's the best show ever. <laughs> it's so awful it's so awful if you ever want to see uh,
0: evidence of real-life uh paranormal activity yeah. Uh, yeah this is not the show no. but <laughs> but gosh they'll sure make you think that aliens are real because there's at least three lights in the sky things yeah every week. we do know Bigfoot is real though but it's interdimensional yeah so. they, they said Bigfoot's interdimensional dude it's the best show ever it's great yeah <laughs> Could we get Susan Slaughter on this podcast? I, I hope so. That's that would be
1: another dream. That would be amazing. Like dream, <laughs> like dream uh, guests on the podcast. We need to start it would definitely be yeah. It would definitely be like Susan Slaughter <laughs> Shippy. and Shippy and
0: oh. uh, God. I don't know who else. <laughs> God, it's so funny. We need to like save horror movies for October. There's a couple on my list, and this would be like Shippy. He used to just email and be like, do you want to appear on this podcast? He's too good for us now. He's Yeah, not, he has a travel channel. He's show. moved on from local legend.
1: <laughs> he's now going through the entire heartland. He's never coming back to Michigan.
0: We need to, like, at the I don't know. I, I think maybe we can, like, take take a moment at the beginning of the show mm-hmm. to just kind of update everyone about the memes. I think it needs to happen. <laughs> but Yeah. That's a story for a different
1: time.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Anyway, until next time. Don't think it. Don't say it. Bye bye, man. Bye bye, man. Oh
0: god. Yeah. Yeah.